You're listening to Music Tectonics. Hey everybody, this is Tristra Year Jaeger, and I am your host, sort of, your co-host today for Music Tectonics. We are going to be doing something a little different from our usually wonderful interviews with music tech leaders, thought leaders, scholars, etc. We're going to be focusing on you guessed it, the Music Tectonics Conference, which is coming up in a few short weeks. And it it always sneaks up on me. It takes me by surprise. Before you know it, it's pumpkin spice time. And we're all heading to Santa Monica to go and ride the carousel and find out what in the world is going on at the intersection of music and tech. So I have a resident expert on music tectonics here with me, Shaylee. Um, Shaylee, why don't you introduce yourself to everyone? I'm sure people have been hearing your voice for the last few months. Um, tell us a bit about what you're up to right now. Yes. Hey, everyone. My name is Shaylee Ankenbrook. I am head of events here at Rock, Paper, Scissors. I oversee programming, sponsorship, venue logistics all that fun stuff for the Music Tectonics Conference. And yeah, I'm super excited to be here with Trisha today. We have some really exciting panels to share with you, some hot topics we're going to be discussing at the event this year. And uh, yeah, let's dive in. Awesome. So speaking of topics, um, I have noticed a theme in this year's uh, programming, which one could easily sum up with the phrase AI. (laughs) AI. Yeah, that's that AI seems to be the hot topic everywhere. And I feel like I've we've seen this trend over the last uh, few years at Music Tectonics. You know, there was Web3 was the hot thing and then NFTs was the hot thing. And now, yeah, it's AI. And, you know, we've we've tried to be really mindful at this event to not oversaturate any one topic, um, you know, because who knows what what the next hot topic is going to be. So we really want to focus on kind of the big macro level uh you know, trends and topics that are happening and changing the industry. Um, But yeah, let's talk about AI. So one thing that I think is really important that is going to be relevant to the music tectonics uh, creative universe is that AI isn't just the generative AI kind of um, dog and pony tricks that we've seen from some big tech companies. No offense to the big tech company people listening to this, but there's a lot more to it. And um, that's the, what's, what's the great thing about places like music tectonics as you really get to talk to people who are building the things, using the things, um, grappling with exactly what these things will mean for the music industry and artists, or maybe they're even artists themselves. So why don't you give us a little bit of a sample of how you're thinking about AI in the programming, Shaylee, and let, you know, what can people expect? What kind of panels are we looking at? Yeah. So I definitely think we want to dive into some more nitty gritty about AI instead of just, you know, going back and forth on what's hot and what's not. Um, but we really want to focus on the positives. We want to focus on rather than, I mean, I know there's a lot of negatives that have been thrown around um, with the emergence of AI in the music industry, but we want to focus on the positive. So one panel that we're going to be um, facilitating at Music Tectonics this year is Music Meets AI, Navigating a Positive Future. And on this panel is going to be Tune Global. Uh, Endel and Title. So it's going to be really well-rounded. I think we're going to have some really great perspectives from three different companies in the industry who are all doing three very different things with AI. But Tristra, I would love to hear a little bit about um, what Endel is doing with AI and how you feel like they're going to contribute to this panel. Well, Endel is a really interesting example because um, while they're, I mean, you can almost call them an OG. They've been around for a long time by AI startup standards. And they've really tried to 
solve for some of the problems that we've already seen crashing like a bunch of breakers against um, against the, the beach of music creation and IP. Boy, this is getting very metaphorical. But so and the way Endel has sort of established their approach, it's very artist driven. So you don't have the problem of, quote, non-artist noise, as I think Deezer press release put it recently. Um, you have very much artist generated um, audio and, you know, dare I say music. And you use that, you know, Endel has used AI in a very key moment in the creation process, which is taking very specific um, parameters that are meant to serve very specific mind state goals, whether it's relaxing or focusing or moving. Um, they have some other really interesting directions they'll be heading in soon that I don't want to I don't want to give it away. But there's some really interesting things on Endel's horizon right now um, that have to do with other human activities. But so you take these parameters and you can really easily set up a machine learning system that can take these parameters, take what an artist, you know, produces, their sounds, their melodies, their, um, their, you know, their rhythms and rework them so that there's these very functional but very beautiful soundscapes. Um, you know, they started out mostly just being an app and then moved into creating more static stuff, right? So if you're not a subscriber, you can still jump on your favorite streaming service and listen to um, uh, something that takes basically your your sleep playlist or your air conditioner noise for eight hours to like the next level and really creates a whole new kind of experience. So it's a very interesting model. And I really think they thought this through very carefully and, and kept the kept AI in service of existing human creators and their needs. Yeah, so definitely they're going to, um, I think their use case on this panel is going to be really great, really mm -hmm. insightful. Um, and then and then we're going to hear from Angela Abbott from Tidal on this panel as well. And she is business affairs and music licensing uh, at Tidal. And I think that perspective is just going to be uh, really, really unique on this panel because she is the one who's, you know, kind of facilitating these kinds of deals mm -hmm. at, you know, between the DSP and the music tech company. So um, with her on it. And then we're going to hear from Con Rasso of Tune Global. If you could maybe give a little insight on what they're up to. Yeah. So Tune Global in the not too distant past, but Pacemaker. And Pacemaker was originally started out, we've, we've actually heard a bit from Jonas, the founder. Um, and what Jonas and Khan and Tune Global are trying to accomplish is to provide more AI tools for streaming music and streaming media services so that AI can help facilitate more interesting experiences for listeners, viewers, audiences, however you want to think about it. So it, it, you know, it's a great way that AI can kind of seamlessly weave together something new from existing content and really hopefully push us into a more uh, either a listener being a more of a curator or a listener having a more curated experience. that's highly customized, which, you know, thinking about where the industry is going with a lot more interest in ad driven um, you know, ad-driven experiences for music streaming services. I think they've got, they're going to have some interesting perspectives that'll add a whole other layer to the conversation. Yeah, for sure. So super excited about that panel. I think it's going to be um, layered with just a lot of great uh, insights. Um, but while we're talking about the next hot thing, AI, I would love to pivot into talking about <laughs> the next uh, the next panel we're going to do, which is always a fan favorite, uh, the Music Tech Investment Panel. So this, Ooh. yeah, yeah, we're super excited about this. We're going to hear from Rishi Patel of Plus A Equity. He's a music tectonics uh, longstanding uh, 
fan favorite. Uh, we're going to hear from Sony Ventures investor uh, Bruce Hamilton of Mech Ventures. And then most exciting to me, this panel is going to be moderated by Tatiana Sirisano, uh, a senior analyst at Media Research. So I think she's just going to offer um, the perspective she's going to give to this is going to be so on point because the research she does really focuses on um, just all the emerging topics and trends in the music industry. Yeah. She's been really killing it lately on some pretty forward thinking stuff that takes the current conversations beyond, um, you know, just just what might happen in six months. And I really think she's trying to prepare people for what might be possible in the next few years where we're going to see some pretty significant change to, uh, you know, humans relationships to music um you know and and the investment thing is so important it's such a curious time right now and i think there's going to be a lot of people in our community who are going to really benefit from hearing directly from investors what they need what they're looking for where they see the biggest like rays of hope and um sort of what startups can do or you know people who might be entrepreneurs or want to work with startups you know what we what we can all do to like make the music tech space, a really vibrant one and and a fast growing one, which there's so much potential. So it'll be exciting to hear what they have to say. Yes, definitely super excited. And I just think it's a it's going to be such a well-rounded panel. Um, you know, Rishi is really focused on music tech, Sony Ventures. Um, they, they're focused, they do music, they do a lot in gaming though, which actually brings me to a next panel point is we are going to be doing another panel called the explosion of music in gaming and esports, And we are also going to have a Sony Venture investor sit on this panel. So super excited because they are, um, their PlayStation. Mm -hmm. So they have uh, a constant hand on the pulse of what's happening in the gaming space. And I think music and gaming are more intertwined than ever right now. As we heard from our keynote last year, Mahan was really, really on that on that train, kind of leading that train. Yeah, a lot of new things have started to come together from both the game development side and the music side, you know, facilitated by technologies like AI, but also by just a general change in the culture of licensing. And it really feels like um, I mean, I think Vicky Nauman has talked a lot about this as well, that music, uh, music folks and gaming folks are starting to understand the value they can bring to each other, both w- whether we're talking commercial music or, you know, generative music, that there's all these new ways that audio can play a role in experiences like games and that there's all these great ways that gamers who really love music and you know, for whom music is a big part of their lives could be enticed to you know, exhibit the same behavior that they exhibit in game and make little purchases of, you know, audio emotes or little or musical elements. I mean, there's a really interesting possibility of completely changing the way. I I don't know. In general, uh, Shaylee, and I think gaming might have a role in this, is short form audio, just like short form video, kind of seems like is an emerging thing. I mean, anyway, SoundCloud just announced some stuff. There's a lot of short form audio that's being used around the world to communicate. I'm kind of wondering if are we moving into the world of audio emojis, but that's not <laughs> anything that they'll be talking about the panel. This is my random fun thought thrown in there. Okay. I'm so ready for like audio FaceTime voicemails. Oh, yeah. Or fun little, yeah. Or just being able to like harass your family members with like really obnoxious, like little snippets of a sax solo. Like that to me, I mean, that's sort of paradise for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So super <laughs> excited about that one. Trisha, why don't you tell us a little bit more also about Reactional Music? They are going to be a company on this panel. And I would love to hear a little bit about more how they uh, bring the intersection of music and gaming to light. Yeah. I mean, I had a great uh, short 
two short chat with David Knox of Reactional. And, you know, if y'all want to go back a couple episodes, you can check that out. But, you know, we could have talked for several hours. There is so much going on there. Um, But what's been really interesting is the move away from hard coding music and sound into a game at the development uh, phase and really finding ways to make music really dynamic. So what they do is they allow for this sort of dynamic music that guess what reacts to gameplay and makes for a much more interesting experience for gamers. So a lot of times gamers will just put their, well, you know, they get, they, after you've played a couple hours, you're like, I cannot hear this music again. I'm going crazy. So they'll put everything on mute and they'll just play a playlist of their favorite music, whatever that may be. So what Reactional would like to bring to the table is a way for, um, instead of you know, the same sound playing over and over again, that there's always new sound or there's ability to adjust your sound to do, uh, to, to bring in new music. And so they're working on all sorts of cool tech and deals that will allow that to become a reality. Um, you know, it's like Infinite Album. We've had, you know, Karen Allen on um, at the conference before and on the podcast. So there's a bunch of companies working on this in different ways. And I think they're all really interesting. Um, but I'm, David has a lot of great things to say coming from the gaming world and having sort of broken into the music space. Um, I'm going to be interested to hear. I, I mean, it's always a problem is how do I get to how do I hear all the panels? I know that's that's <laughs> that's a that's a common problem for a lot of people. But that's I mean, I wouldn't be doing my job as a yeah. programmer if you didn't want to go to all the panels. Right. Exactly. Yeah, cool. So um, the next one I would love to talk about, this is maybe the one I'm most excited for. Um, We are going to be hosting a fireside chat between Andrea Gleason and Kristen Robinson. uh, And the title is Strength in Numbers, Growth of the Independent Artist and the Future of DIY. That sounds really, really interesting. And I mean, Andrea has such an interesting perspective on all this. I mean, she's really changed tune course tune a lot. And so hearing how she's seeing all of this will be really, really fascinating. And of course, Kristen is always an excellent, and she's an excellent journalist and will ask all the right questions and won't ramble on like certain podcasters <laughs> that you may have heard. Yeah. I personally am a tune core stan just from like listening to chance the rapper my entire growing up um he is like chance the rapper and taylor bennett are two like diehard tunecore um like artists who distribute there they shout out tunecore in their music and so like that's just really an organic way i feel like i've become a tunecore stan and so now getting to like program the ceo of tunecore onto uh like with a fireside chat is really cool and exciting for me personally yeah, we'll, we'll try to hold the other stands, you know, back so that people can listen to the conference in peace and like no one's bus gets overturned or anything like that. So, yeah. So though we can't stop fires. We've we've had those in the past. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we promise. Uh, yeah, we, we've been you know, we've been trying our best to avoid um, natural disasters uh, ever since. Oh, my gosh, it's going to bring on the bad the bad luck here. OK, superstitions aside, um, that will be a really great, a really, really great talk. And um, and just two badass women like are yeah. going to be facilitating this. That's just so cool for me. Uh, that seems like so appropriate for the DIY world. And, um, you know, the fact it's been so much more welcoming than maybe I mean, well, I don't know. We're in an interesting place in that a lot of, um, you know, women are excellent performers and do amazing work on stage. And yet in the studio or in, you know, in the recording process, women are still very much a minority. So I think, you know, 
that that we're looking at Gen Z and uh, whatever Gen Alpha and whoever comes beyond, but and I, and I'm sure that's going to change. But um, hearing from strong women now is is really refreshing. Okay, so the final one that I would love to talk about is untangling music data for the benefit of all. Um, this one we're going to have the MLC on there, and they are all knowing when it comes to data and unveiling the black box of data in the music industry. Yeah, they've been they've been uh, basically going through um, what is like a, an entire huge, you know, miles square Afghan and undoing all the knots <laughs> in the data for years, and and so they they've really got their. Um, They've really got a perspective on how the industry can can go about using data, um, making data better, and therefore making everybody get what they want, which is, in, in the case of a lot of data, is to get paid. And there's a lot Full of it stop. out there. Yes. A lot of it to come through. A lot of data. A lot of, a lot of data. A lot of data. <laughs> so who's on that panel? That panel, as of now, we have Day Bogan from the MLC, Brittany Foreman from Acceleration Music, and then we are going to have a publisher on there. We haven't totally locked it in yet, but we're going to have some great perspectives there. We really like to, um, when I'm when I'm programming these panels, I really like to kind of grab three different perspectives mm-hmm. to to build it out. So we're we're hearing from a lot of different voices. And you know, Day has spoken at the conference before and if you if y'all haven't heard him speak he is incredibly in, you know incisive thoughtful he has seen the ins and outs of this industry and can really talk about it in a very down to earth way which is a real gift so and um you know i think we've had has Brittany been at the conference yeah before? Brittany yeah. was here last year i think she might have spoken on an online version as well yeah it's crazy it's the fifth year I know it's it's really it's really really incredible. So um, that'll be a really awesome panel, and I can't wait to hear what people think once they um, have sat down and really thought about it. It's a great excuse. I think a lot of us avoid thinking about data. Maybe not all of us. I know some pretty deep music tech nerds who love it, and um, thank goodness for them. But for the rest of us, um, a panel this kind of panel is a great way to just. Get a get oriented at the issue with the issues and see how they may be affecting what you're working on. Cool. Now wait a minute. Hey, Dimitri here. Before Shaylee and Tristra wrap up their conversation, I just have to get this in. It's an update from Music Tectonics Swimming with Narwhal Startup Pitch Competition. This just in: the finalists who will pitch in person at the conference in October are AUX, that's A-U-X, a generative AI model that takes a text prompt and generates infinite audio samples, and Get Moments, a platform that lets live event organizers collect and monetize user-generated video from concerts, festivals, and sports matches, and Make, spelled M-A-Y-K, voice tech with a focus on fun and easy UGC song creation tools, and Offstage, a super fan platform that makes a fan data accessible and actionable, and a fifth one, Real Count, an analytics platform for live music's key performance metric, 
tickets sold. It's been a fierce competition. 10 semifinalists gave knockout pitches at our online pre-conference. And I have to say, these 10 startups really represent the cutting edge of what's to come in music tech. The jury's votes were so close, there was even a tie, so we opened up a fifth finalist slot. I want to shout out to all the other semifinalists. They did such a great job. Creative Mind, Korea's first ever AI music composer with human-like songwriting abilities. Dequency, which chose our event to reveal that they are joining forces with The Rights to connect rights holders and visual creators with a Web3-enabled music rights portal. Everwave, a collaborative music production DAO that creates songs in multiplayer mode. Loon Acoustics, a hardware and software companion that removes barriers to learning guitar. And Visual Labs AI, a generative AI tool for making audio reactive music videos. You can meet all of these startups and more at the Music Tectonics Conference in Santa Monica, California, October 24th to 26th. You've got your ticket, right? There's still time to get yours at musictectonics.com but you'd better get your travel book soon. October 24th, we'll be here before you know it. And as an added bonus, ticket holders can replay the whole pre-conference, all the startup pitches, Mark Mulligan's mind-bending keynote, and a Q&A with the three stellar investors in the Music Tectonics event app. So get your tickets, watch the video, and I'll see you soon. All right, so Shaylee, why don't you, we've talked about what we're going to talk about. Um, what, what is it going to be like to be there though? Like what, what is it like to come oh, I, to well, music tectonics? The biggest thing I like to play up is that you're coming to the beach. So you get to be on the beach in October doing business. So like, what's better than that? Um, the first day we kick off at the carousel and there's like a beautiful sunset at the end of the event. It's like you get to come network at a carousel on the beach and watch a sunset, it, in my opinion, does not get better than that. Um, we'll have pitches. Uh, we'll have our final pitch competition on the second day of the event. Um, we're going to partner with UMG for some stuff again this year. Just all around, so excited for all of it. So isn't the second day at a swimming pool? Yeah, well, it, it, there's a swimming pool on the deck. I would I would not recommend swimming. Um, oh, come on. Yeah. So so there will be a swimming pool if you want to bring your bathing suit. Uh, <laughs> I can't stop you. And I promise I have threatened uh, at times that to um, pick one of my RPS colleagues to throw in the pool. Um, you know, I don't want to say I'm going to take votes, but um, it's not going to be Shaylee. <laughs> I might throw me. myself in the pool. That's the only really fair way to do it. Um, but yeah, I, I was known as a teenager for jumping into pools when I shouldn't have. So I, I'm going to really have to change my ways here. I know. I'm so here for that. Keep it professional. I'm so here for that. Um, Yeah. So that's where our exhibitor deck is going to be. We're going to have the exhibitor area all around the pool deck at the Annenberg Community Beach House. I'm going to have some fun stuff there. I mean, who who doesn't like an exhibitor hall around the pool deck, right? I I think it sounds fantastic. I mean, I haven't I've never been to an exhibitor hall on a pool deck. It's usually in some, um, you know, eye-burning, seriously depressing, Stuffy. liminal space-type yeah. basement. Um, so that this will be a really refreshing, beautiful place to be. Yeah, I think that's Dimitri's sole goal is to not do a boring basement anything. Well, <laughs> maybe we could do that in VR some year, though. So if you're really into being in a boring basement, let us know, and we'll we'll maybe prepare a basement for you where you can network. <laughs> yeah, 
and on, on that note, um, if there's anything else that you're really excited to hear about, hope that we talk about at the conference, um, feel free to reach out to me and let me know. You can email me at shaley at rockpaperscissors.biz. Happy to hear uh, panel topics you want to hear, speakers you want to see talking. If you're interested in sponsoring, we absolutely have a few opportunities still available. So reach out on that front as well. Sort of a sponsor, you mean you still have a few sponsor cabanas open? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a few sponsor cabanas, but Trisha might throw you in. So. <laughs> I promise I won't. If you're a sponsor, I definitely won't throw you in the pool. Um, it's It'll be in the contract, don't worry. Um, okay, great. And Shaylee, say someone has listened to us go on and on about how wonderful Music Tectonics is, and they want to buy a ticket. What should they do? Oh, yes. I have this information. So you can I go, thought you might. Yeah, <laughs> you can go to www musictectonics.com slash conference and buy your badge there. Awesome. All right. Well, I know I'm super psyched up um, and I'm really, really looking forward to hearing all these interesting topics and getting a chance to meet the music tech community once again. Me too. I'm just so excited to be on the beach and to see all my favorite music tech nerds again. <laughs> it, You know, just the beach wouldn't be enough. You need exactly. the tech nerds. Yeah. The carousel, it's fine. Carousel with music tech nerds, the best. Totally different experience. Exactly. <laughs> all right. This has been fun. Thanks, Trisha. No problem. Thanks for putting up with my uh, my questions and ramblings. And we will catch you all very soon. Thanks for listening to Music Tectonics. If you like what you hear, please subscribe on your favorite podcast app. We have new episodes for you every week. Did you know we do free monthly online events that you, our lovely podcast listeners, can join? Find out more at musictectonics.com. And while you're there, look for the latest about our annual conference and sign up for our newsletter to get updates. Everything we do explores the seismic shifts that shake up music and technology, the way the Earth's tectonic plates cause quakes and make mountains. Connect with Music Tectonics on Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn. That's my favorite platform. Connect with me, Dimitri Vitsa, if you can spell it. We'll be back again next week, if not sooner. You're listening to Music Tectonics. This is a fabulous episode of Music Tectonics.